Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Be Her Village podcast. My name is Caitlin Legreas, and I'm the founder of Be Her Village. Be Her Village is an online gift registry for what moms really need, support, not stuff. We're talking to providers and people who care for moms in their pregnancy, their birth, their postpartum. We're talking to real moms and hearing their stories and really just getting into all the good stuff that comes along with new parenthood. So check us out, tune in, and let us know what you think. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Be Her Village podcast. I'm Janelle and this is Be Her Village. Be Her Village is a gift registry where expectant parents can register for the pregnancy, birth, and postpartum support that they want and deserve. So with our registry, parents can register for doulas, lactation support, meal delivery services, or infant care specialists. With Be Her Village, friends and family are contributing to these gifts, but the funds for these gifts go directly into the expectant parents' accounts so they can pay for their support whenever they're ready. Expectant parents, you can create a registry for free at BeHerVillage.com. And if you're a provider helping pregnant, birthing, or postpartum families, now's the time to join us. Create your Be Her Village profile so you can be put onto the registries of expectant parents in your area. And you can do that at BeHerVillage.com partners. So I know it's been a minute since a new episode has released, but we've got a lot of cool things in the works right now. So thank you for your patience. So first, a little update. As of July 25th, almost $58,000 has been gifted to new parents through our registries. That is incredible. And the last that I checked, we have at least one provider or expectant parent in each of the 50 states and in multiple countries. We're so excited that new parents all over the place are getting the support that they deserve and desire. Our birth story podcast will be coming out soon. If you have a birth story that you'd like to share, check the link in the show notes to schedule your recording so you can talk about what your birth was like. And on to our guest. So today, Caitlin McGreas, the founder of Be Her Village, is talking with Kristen Revere of Gold Coast Doulas. They talk about the importance of creating support systems before giving birth and what ongoing support looks like in the postpartum period for new parents and for babies. Kristen is the co-founder of the Becoming a Mother course, and she's offering a discount code, which I'm going to also put in the show notes. Thank you so much to everyone who has supported us so far in our journey. We truly appreciate it. Enjoy the episode. I'm Kristen Revere. I am the co-owner of Gold Coast Doulas and a certified birth doula, certified postpartum doula, and newborn care specialist. I also am co-host of Ask the Doulas podcast and co-founder of the Becoming a Mother course. I love that. That is a lot of things that you do. And it sounds, you seem like the type of person that doesn't do things halfway. You do things no. all the way. Absolutely. I'm a driver. I love it. How did you get into birth work? What called you into supporting mothers in this way? So honestly, it was a lack of resources during my own first pregnancy, and I hired doulas with my second pregnancy. Mm. And so, and I fell in love with the work. I actually have a background in political fundraising um, and had worked in political communications. And so totally different fields, but my passion in politics was getting women to feel confident raising money Mm. and running for office. So, and then it's translated to really, I feel like the healthcare space and women and support is so needed. So this is my new passion 
But as many women, I'm sure with your own experience who become doulas, it's either because of a very positive experience or a negative experience. Mine was, I mean, positive for the most part with both of my births. It was just, you know, a lack of easy access. I had to do a lot of research and ask questions and I wanted a one-stop shop. So I created one. I love it. I love it. And your story absolutely mirrors mine. And no wonder we get along so well. I was a political science major in college, worked on the Capitol, did the whole like DC thing. And then, um, and then I ended up having a rough unsupported launch into motherhood and then a spectacular, beautiful, transformative supported, uh, second birth that, and after seeing those two completely different experiences, I thought, oh, I need to help more people have the second one, you know? And I'm so careful to say that it was not the C-section that made my first one traumatic and it was not the vaginal birth that made my second one so great. It was actually everything leading up to the the baby being born for both. And I would love to speak to you about that. Like, what what is it that makes support so impactful for parents. I think so many women like here, you need support, you need support. Like what is the tangible, actual impact of lining up support? And what do they find when they come to Gold Coast Doulas? So for us, we pride ourselves on judgment-free support. So no matter how you birth or choose to parent with our postpartum and infant care support, we want to be there for you. So regardless of religious beliefs, ethnicity, we, you know, socioeconomic status, we want to be there for families. And, you know, I feel like we get judgment from our own families and friends and how we choose to birth or parent. So that is our focus at Gold Coast. And there are some doulas who definitely niche down to home birth only. Mm-hmm. We support surgical births. Again, we support attachment, parenting, or formula feeding families. And so it's just a blend of everything. So I think that's so important. And I want to know more about this, but I want to sort of underline this one point that I think there is the stigma that doulas are for one kind of a birth. Doulas are for this, I quote unquote, crunchy mama who, you know, eats organic and wants a natural, quote unquote, natural, like water birth with no epidural. So that's the only person that should be hiring a doula. And I love that you sort of just listed like all the types of people that you support because doulas are really not about the type of birth at all. It's actually about helping you have your best birth and helping you navigate the medical system. I mean, that's really, I feel like for my job as a doula is about helping navigate the the medical system. And I've, I've helped people have beautiful home births, but I've also helped people advocate for elective 37 week cesareans. And they had their own really good reasons for wanting that. And we gave them the tools to work through the medical system to get exactly what they wanted. It's, it's like not even remotely about how the baby comes out or what type of medical intervention you're opting into. Exactly. hundred percent. So we have clients that their goal is to get an epidural the second they get to the hospital and we want to make them comfortable, help labor progress. So I, and then if, you know, a client has a particular birth plan or preference and they want to change it, then they're not letting me down. I always explain that it's their birth, their choice. And again, judgment-free support, we're just there. And As you know, there's so much evidence on the benefits of doulas. It's that continuous support. It's that emotional support. It's the information 
regardless of, again, our own personal beliefs on, you know, birth choices and so on. So they don't feel like birth is happening to them. Like they want to feel like they're making informed decisions. So regardless of any interventions that were not something in their original birth preferences, they will feel more empowered in my experience if they have some active decision-making as long as things are not emergent. Right. I love that. And, you know, when you are supported by a doula in that way, those skills, those like learning how to advocate for yourself, learning how to feel and tap into your power, finding your voice, like learning how to make a decision. Not everybody has had to make those really big decisions. These skills I find are like really important for the birth, certainly, but they carry through. I feel like when you have a doula supporting you through the pregnancy and birth and postpartum time, those skills are like you're you can't go back to what you were before. And that's kind of the point, right? Is like we're supposed to be changing. We're supposed to be growing and learning and, and having a dual support changes and helps you make that transition gracefully. Exactly. I love that. So and we can certainly, you know, we'd like to work together as a team member with other support people. And now that things are opening up in the hospitals. Family members are back in the birth space. And so, again, we never want to replace a partner's role, whether it's in, you know, postpartum care or, you know, birth doula support. We only want to enhance the connection and give, you know, the partner support as well as the birthing person um, or in the home, you know, the mother and partner. Definitely. So I want to talk a little bit about your Becoming a Mother course, because I feel like so much of doula support, it's like, at least, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel yeah. like doula support is like the second piece of of the, of the puzzle of like, first you have to even get educated. You have to have a baseline of knowledge to even know what a doula is and what the benefits are. But there's like this first piece of like learning the support, learning what's coming Tell me about your Becoming a Mother course. What's covered in it? Who is it for? Um, is it something that's only for people in your area? Is it virtual? Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, Caitlin. So we created the Becoming a, Mo a, a Mother course Excuse me, during the pandemic, and our clients were feeling isolated. Everything was virtual, even a lot of their prenatal appointments with their provider. And so we wanted to create a community and did three live launches. And now the course is in Evergreen. So people can join at any time in their pregnancy versus waiting for the doors to open. And the course will not replace a childbirth education class. But we talk about, um, again, all of the options. So thinking about big life occurrences like a wedding or building a home. And I don't feel like there's a, as much attention for prepping for birth and baby as there are other life stages, graduating from high school or college and things like that. And so we wanted to give um, birthing persons options, you know, no matter where they live and whether it's baby number one or baby number five, the course still has benefits. So it's all about assembling your dream team. And we explain the different options. There are family, practice physicians who deliver, you know, OBs. We explain what a nurse midwife is, what a home birth midwife is. And then, of course, explain all of the different types of doulas, bed rest, birth, postpartum. And then we also wanted to introduce other options. So 
the benefits of physical therapy, um, Webster certified chiropractors, pelvic floor therapy. And so we have expert videos. I think it's totaling up to about 30 right now in the course. So we have a pediatric dentist talking about, you know, the first checkup and answering some questions about teething and pelvic floor therapists, mental health therapists, and they all have videos explaining, um, you know, different types of support. And then we also talk about budgeting in the course. So again, the way you would in planning a wedding. So what are your priorities? Is photography a really big priority, whether at the birth or maternity sessions? So talking about those options and then, you know, the postpartum plan and getting into who's going to be on your team after baby arrives. Is it family members, a postpartum doula, um, a sleep consultant, which is a service we offer virtually at Gold Coast, as well as in person. Um, and then we talk about, you know, just things that can reduce stress and the time spent. So looking into cleaning service, meal delivery service, diaper delivery service and things like that. So to, you know, be able to focus more on bonding with baby and healing. And so, and then of course we cover sleep. So Alyssa is a certified sleep consultant. So she has a module focused solely on infant as well as the mother's sleep and the importance of that. And then newborn care and the different feeding options. And then again, we talk about all of the different classes that women in the course, no matter where they live, we have women around the world in the course that would be beneficial to help them achieve their goals. And we have live monthly calls and a supportive um, group with women who have taken the course at different points and they're sharing everything from the best car seats and we're sharing recall information and they're emotionally supporting each other through the process. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's my first response. Wow. This is actually like a huge deal, Kristen. This is a big, big deal because this is, I think, what every single new mom needs to have. To, it's like step number one. Just take the Becoming a Mother course so that you can figure out all the things that you're going to need from this moment, wherever you are in your parenthood journey until the end, right? Like that is an incredible thing. Congratulations for like figuring that out and putting it together. I know I have my video in there. I'm so excited to yes. be included in this incredible project. This is something every single person should be taking as their step one. Wow. I agree. Well, thank yeah. you for saying that. And we really appreciate your video and the importance of registering for services and you know, a bit about your story with creating Be Her Village. Again, you found a need that wasn't met and we couldn't find many courses. A lot of the online courses that I searched for were child, were virtual childbirth prep or breastfeeding courses. Nothing really focused on the emotional needs, the need for community and the resources to be able to develop your own customized plan. Right. I mean, I feel like there are so many wonderful options out there for moms, but very few of them do what, or none of them do what you're explaining, which is like a high level overview before you even pick out a plan, like figure out what even you need across the entire parenthood journey and select and have like this 
high level view of what each thing offers and if it might be right for you. And then the planning part of it and the live support, that is a beautiful offering. I would love to ask you if you could give one piece of advice to new parents that are listening to this, somebody who is thinking about getting pregnant or newly pregnant or ready to pop, what would your piece of advice be to them as they are navigating this motherhood or parenthood journey? So I have two pieces of advice. Okay. One, during pregnancy, surround yourself with positive birth stories. And, you know, just basically a lot of people tend to give their negative birth stories, fear-based, mm-hmm. you know, to friends or family members. So try to avoid those and surround yourself with positivity during pregnancy. And then number two is trust your instincts. No one knows your body and your baby better than you. I love that. That is so incredibly important. And and I think it is like probably, I think love that, like following our instincts and listening to ourselves as the knower of our bodies, of our babies, of our births. Even if you don't have the full support team, if you can tune into yourself, and that's, I feel like, what so many of these experts do, the underlying like theme, if we could string along, is that your community actually helps you listen to that more. They help you tune into yourself and trust what you know in your heart and in your gut as you navigate, because there's going to be endless amounts of decisions, endless amounts of people, like you said, people telling you horror stories. What is it about a pregnant belly that makes people tell you a horror story about a birth? Yeah. And it sticks with you. And so I talk to my clients about this all the time. I'm like, just, okay, go watch a positive video, listen to our podcast, do something to get that image away. Yes, I love that. Um, Okay, so is there anything else that you'd like to share with us today on the podcast? So I would like to chat about the importance of help after baby. Mm. And I know you've talked about doulas in previous podcasts, but really, I feel like, you know, birth doulas are becoming more well known, but the importance of day and overnight support with experts and how that can really change um, your recovery period and also your confidence as a mother. So whether it's baby one or, you know, baby five. So help is so important. And we are there emotionally as postpartum doulas. We can help with feeding. Our agency specializes in overnight support and working with twins and triplets. And so again, getting that rest. And we work through the first year. So families who are transitioning to work or have a partner who is traveling, it gives you that extra support. And of course, we offer sibling care and our newborn care specialists. So consider a postpartum doula as you are planning for your birth and postnatal phase. I am so happy that you brought this up. I just had a flood of ideas. Okay, so number one, yes. No, I don't think anybody knows what postpartum doulas are. I don't think they think about them. I think that they think they're bougie. Like, you know what I mean? There's this stigma of like, oh God, you've got a baby nurse, you got overnight help. And it's like, yeah, I did because I want to sleep and feel good. And I want to like reduce my anxiety and show up for my family and my baby and my kids in the daytime and feel whole and feel like myself. 
Um, but I actually, so sleep is just like such a huge um, passion of mine because I never really figured it out on my own. I sort of just, I mean, I guess I did. I brought my babies into my bed with me. I learned about safe bed sharing and and that was how we got through. Um, but I just had a mom reach out to me last night and she is about to have her third baby and her partner is uh, going, they're in the middle of a move. So her partner is like mm-hmm. going to be like 1500 miles away right after the birth he's going to go right back to to 1500 miles away and she's going to be on her own with um two babies uh, sorry a baby and two toddler like really small kids completely on her own in the middle of a move which is like a whole separate thing so wow. she asked me a question and I gave my answer but I would really like to hear your answer she said I know I need support I was thinking about overnight support for about a week postpartum, which I'm like, you need it for like a month and a half, but okay. Um, She said, what is the difference between a postpartum doula and an infant care or a baby nurse? What should I be getting? What would be best for me? So do you mind sort of diving into that, especially because it sounds like your agency has both that has postpartum doulas and infant care specialists or what people would term baby nurse. That seems like the, you know, the lingo uh, for that title. Can you talk a little bit about the difference between the two and what they do to support new parents? Yes. So since I am also a newborn care specialist, as well as a postpartum doula, the difference is the focus of a newborn care specialist or a night nanny is on the baby. A postpartum doula would be focused on the emotional support of the mother as well as, of course, recovery from birth and is also trained to care for the newborn. And we are all trained to support every type of feeding. So again, night nannies, night nurses, newborn care specialists are focused on the newborn itself. So for this person, she actually mentioned, I'm glad you brought up feeding. She mentioned this time around, I'm going to be only formula feeding. And I believe she had breastfed her previous two, but it sounds, the sense I got from her is that she is just sort of at max stress and she feels, and this is her journey. And this is like, again, the non-judgmental thing. Cool. I was like, okay, cool. Formula feeding. I'm not sure. I wasn't sure how that played into her choice for postpartum doula and infant care specialist. Is like, how do you make the decision? Is it based on budget? Is it based on needs? You know, if she just wants a good night of sleep, is it infant care specialist to feed the baby, take care of the baby and hand it back in the morning? Um, and could she do both? Could she get an infant care specialist overnight so then maybe a postpartum doula to help during the daytime? How, how does someone make a decision like that? Yeah, it depends on, you know, what the options are in her area. So some areas like West Michigan, where I live, for example, they don't really have other newborn care specialists. So it's a postpartum doula or a nanny who may or may not have experience with newborns. Mm-hmm. Um, but in larger markets, of course, there's every option <laughs> available. So certainly newborn care specialists um, can be a bit, but not always um, a bit less expensive than a postpartum doula. So again, that depends on the market and the experience of that particular um, newborn care specialist. So if you're looking at price. Yeah. I recommended she, um, I actually just sent her like a postpartum doula from Beaver Village. I'm like, just talk to her. She's going to set you up completely. Um, 
so price is a, ma- a major concern, I think, with any of the support. What does it run in your area for this type of overnight support? So depending on the doula group and how many babies, we have a different rate for twins and triplets than we do for a singleton. So yeah, so our rates range from 32 to 37 an hour. We have a therapy rate of 30 an hour. Um, So if a client has um, PMAD or is seeing a therapist on a regular basis, we want them to have more um, time with our doulas. And so, and then most postpartum doulas are covered by health savings and flex spending accounts. Of course, insurance is not quite there yet. So there are options for clients in that way. And then of course we um, take payment plans and clients can add on week to week for clients who are very budget conscious. um, We would recommend, you know, if, they want overnight support than going every other night. So they get a good night of sleep in between. So if their partner's home on weekends, they could do two or three overnights and really spread their budget out a lot further than doing seven nights in a row. Um, or utilizing a postpartum doula, as you had mentioned, like potentially a night nanny or newborn care specialist at night, and then looking at postpartum support during the day. Wonderful. Um, You can even get some sleep during the day, you know, a nap for three hours. Our shortest shift is three hours. So you can get a shower and a nap in there and some snacks that your postpartum doula has made. So So that was actually my exact next question, because first of all, that sounds so luxurious. I would take that right now, even though I'm six years postpartum, please send someone to help me nap and give me snacks. That sounds spectacular. Um, That sounds like a whole vacation all on its own. Um, But what is it, you know, what is, what does postpartum support look like from a doula and how does it differ from your mother or mother-in-law? So again, we are more concerned about the mother I always say the mothers are our primary client and baby is number two. Mm-hmm. And so family members want to cuddle their the new baby or friends who are coming over and offer to help. And the emotional needs and the processing, we are there emotionally and making sure that you know the mother feels confident in her role and we can help set up systems in the household. And really our goal is for her to feel like she's got this when we leave. And then also that nurturing, again, bringing snacks, making sure that she's hydrated, supporting feeding. And we don't have any judgment, again, on the choices she's making. I know my family was well-meaning, but they had their own ideas based on, you know, how they mothered. And so it's like looking at advice from cousins and aunts and friends and so we are just there to instill strength mm, I love our clients. That. And that non-judgmental, I feel like that is worth its weight in gold. There are my very first doula client and then so many more after her. Um, I remember she was like, we were texting after she was uh, home and, and her mother-in-law was helping and her mother-in-law was getting so triggered by her feeding choice because she, she took it, the mother-in-law took my client's feeding choice, which was just her own choice, right? It's her baby. It's her turn at motherhood. She was right. as a judgment on what she had done 30 years earlier. And that happens 
so I think it happens more often than it doesn't, that if there's a, a, a new mother making a choice that's different from the generation before, there is this uncomfortable sort of like transition of like, who's in charge here? You know, who's the matriarch of the family? You know, because these these new grandmothers, especially new grandmothers, yes. it's an exercise in like having to sort of let go of control and and not make every single decision. And that transfer of power can be deeply uncomfortable. And it can happen in those early, blurry, sleepless, milky, breastfeedy, leaky sort of sort of hours, right? And it's like how that's hard to handle when you're well rested, fully clothed and not leaking out of like seven different holes. But excuse me for being so great. Oh, absolutely. It's so true. But so that's hard enough. But then to ha- try to handle these like really deep generational issues in at 4am when you're just trying to get your baby to latch or you're just trying to figure out taking care of twins or you're trying to formula feed and you don't want judgment from your mom who breastfed six babies. You know, it's like there's this there's so many emotional factors in that postpartum time. And it's it's not just necessarily the new mom. It's like this whole family is expanding. And to have a postpartum doula, I always call postpartum doulas like fairy godmothers because you guys just like come on in and you make everything feel better and you sort of touch everything you touch turns to gold and it sparkles and feels good. And then you leave and there's no, there's no stress or pressure or, you know, feeling for the mother like she has to show up as anybody else except herself with her wishes for her motherhood journey. Exactly, Caitlin. We mother the mother and that's our role. And we want them to, you know, feel confident in their journey. And so, and feel supported. And we talk about communicating their needs with family, with their partner and really asking for what they need. So if they have their mother helping in the home during the day, then, you know, really setting up some boundaries and giving tasks that would be helpful, you know, around the house and really having those discussions that can be uncomfortable at times, but are very important. Having a doula by your side to help you set boundaries and to validate you. Oh, that sounds so beautiful. Boundaries are hard to set. And the people you have to set boundaries with can react to those boundaries, right? Once you set them and it's all sort of happening on the fly while you're learning your baby and learning yourself and learning your new body and learning this new normal. And oh, it's just, it sounds so beautiful, the support that you guys offer. And I, my hope is that, that, you know, when you mentioned I'm in New York, it's like oversaturated everybody. There's so many people, so many options. The idea of not having an infant care specialist, like another one, or, you know, like there's just the one. I hope that every single mother has access to all of these supports because it's actually the standard, Kristen, I'm sure you know this, I'm going to be preaching to the choir, but it is the standard in every other developed country in the world. The United States is the only developed country in the world with no paid parental leave, which means they don't care if mothers are left alone, and with no guaranteed in-home postpartum care. In every other country in the world, mothers are visited by doulas or nurses or midwives multiple times because it is the riskiest time for us for our physical and mental health. And I I hope that the work that we do just continues to grow and blossom and we get every single person access to care, like what you're providing. It's just, it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. 
And again, you know, with baby showers and planning and asking for support and that thing. So again, Be Her Village connecting with all of the resources like doulas. And so we found that there's more and more gifting during the pandemic Mm -hmm. than before. So we get so many requests from even family members or friends who live in other states and they've gifted birth support or lactation classes so and then postpartum doulas so i it's we're getting there um lots of work to be done though because this is a 12 billion dollar a year gifting industry for buying baby gifts and not just baby products baby products is like an even larger market but baby gifts 12 billion dollars a year and so you have this scenario where people are like rolling around with 700 dollars strollers and then they can't afford basic care, like the care that you're describing. And it's, it's really something that needs to shift. And we're going to do a little bit every day to get closer and closer to that world. Uh, Kristen, thank you so, so much for having this conversation with me. I obviously I love what you're doing. I love what you're building. And I love that you're a pioneer. It sounds like you're pioneering in your area that this didn't exist until you set out to create it. And that is really incredible to watch. I'm so glad to know you um, and to be able to support each other as we grow and make that change. I will include everybody's, uh, all your links and everything in our show notes. So everybody check out the mother, I'm sorry, check out becoming a mother, becoming a mother, check out becoming a mother course um, and get your roadmap for all the support that you need and then add all that support to your Be Here Village registry. And exactly. I'm a big fan of yours. It's always fun to chat, Caitlin. Thanks for all the work you're doing. Oh, it's so my pleasure. Excellent.